Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Love Offering Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Adams, and today's guests are Kristen, Kendra, and Julie from The Ruth Experience. They are on the show today talking about one good word a day. This 365-day devotional offers simple but deeply spiritual meditations that will help us linger on one word each day to identify and reflect on how Jesus as the Word influences our daily lives. We pray you realize that Jesus is more than one word. He offers us abundance, hope, peace, kindness, courage, mercy, and so much more. One good word a day reminds us that in Christ we find all we need to live encouraged and uplifted every day. Welcome back to the Love Offering Podcast, ladies. I am so happy to have you, Kendra, Kristen, and Julie. So happy to have you. Thank you. We're excited. We're happy to be here. So we've got all three of us, and I joked, I'd like, this is fun, because I think I've only had one other person that's been on multiple times, and I just, honestly, you all released a, a, a friendship book a while ago, and I probably should have had you on then, so I'm excited to talk about that as well. But for those of uh, you that didn't join us in season one, uh, would you start out, ladies, by telling us a little bit about the Ruth experience and how you ladies started ministry together? Sure. So Julie, Kristen, and I have been friends for a long time, probably almost 20 years. And it was 12 years ago in 2012 that we started the Ruth Experience. Um, we had been gathering groups of women for, together for several years in our homes and around our kitchen tables. And uh, we called those experiences the Ruth Experience because we took it from the book of Ruth from the Bible. Um, the story of Ruth and Naomi just doing life together and going through all of the joys and the heartaches and the sorrow and just everything that they experienced very honestly with one another and with God. And so when we wanted to create an online space for women, we decided we, we should probably call it the same thing, the Ruth experience, because that's really what we want. We want and to see that we are there to come alongside them and you know, um, just experience the, the joys and the, and the hard things in life. And so we uh, started writing devotionals uh, many years ago. We, we started by writing um, Daily Acts of Kindness. That was our first devotional. We've written several, like you said, since um, last year, we had two devotionals come out that were on friendship. And our newest one is called One Good Word a Day. So it's fun. You, you had mentioned before we got on um, just how, how much we've been writing, but it is much easier to write with three of us. So yeah, it's been a joy. Yeah, to be able to brainstorm back and forth and kind of split the duties, I'm sure is. I, I just turned in my manuscript for my first devotional, October the 1st, and I'm anxious to get my edits back. But I just said, gosh, it just feels like it's just been my eyes on this. <laughs> like, I'm really excited for somebody else to say, like, what do you think? I'm nervous, but I'm excited. So I imagine it is nice to have um, three people to kind of brainstorm with. But I really want to, since I didn't get to interview you all last year, I do want to touch on your 100 daily acts of friendship um, for girls. And so just tell us about uh, this devotional because I have a daughter as well. And um, I told y'all before this started that I recommended that devotional to um, her school because I think this is so important no matter what age we are. We started by writing a um, devotional for women on friendship. And so as we were writing that devotional, we realized that a lot of the hard things women dealt with in friendship started as habits or as experiences 
in those kind of middle school, late elementary, middle school years. And so we were halfway through our adult manuscript and we went back to the editor or to the publisher and said, have you, what, what if we wrote a book on friendship for girls in that critical age? We all have girls that age. And so they were walking through it. But then we had also, like, as we were talking to women, we were realizing that there was lingering things for adult women that had started then. So that's where that book was birthed. Um, and then it just grew from there. I mean, and, and it was a fun, it was a fun book to write, very different than what we've written in the past, but a lot of fun to write and something we felt was just a tool. We write the books we need for ourselves. And that was the tool that we needed with our girls. And so that's, that's where it came from. Yeah. Well, your latest release is one good word a day. And I think, you know, picking a word for the year became a trend. I don't know how many years ago. I think I've been doing it at least five years because I, I know I had the word discipline for two years in a row. Um, this last year I had persevere. I'm trying to think. And one, one year I had faithfully. So it's, it's interesting. Like, I feel like there's a common theme that God has me on at least. So when did you all start picking a word for the year and how does picking a word help you personally? Yeah, well, I started choosing a word for the year, probably about the same length of time ago, probably five or six years ago. And and I feel like over the years, it's gotten to be kind of a, a bigger thing. I, I feel like I even get quizzes from maybe Dayspring or some, you know, one of those kinds of websites that says, you know, it's supposed to help you pick your word of the year and things like that. So I had been doing it for um, several years. And, you know, it's funny because I don't remember all of my words of the year, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is telling too, because me either. I'm like, what was it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the ones that I started with was the word present. And I, because I really wanted to be, um, present with my family, but also I liked the idea of, you know, being in the presence of God. And so it was kind of a dual, uh, meaning for me but yeah the uh that's kind of how it started for us was just with doing that throughout the year and you know i enjoyed it but i was remembering it and um so that was kind of the premise for for this book yeah. So, okay. So in your all's new book, you pose the question, what would happen if rather than choosing one word for an entire year, because as you say, let's face it, some of us forget by March that we focused on one good word each day, one thought provoking, spiritually relevant and encouraging word that reveals the many lovely and delightful truths of who Jesus is in our lives. So I'd like to hear, did you all struggle to decide on only 365 words or how did you set on these that you chose for the devotional because there's I mean there's so many words we're word we're word girls you know so how did you choose you know we did we did struggle a little bit it seems at the beginning like that's so many words yeah. you're gonna have to choose from and then by the end it really was like okay let's be very intentional we kind of tried to pick you know we we sort of brainstormed together and came up with um words that would you know, be about different parts of our lives or different stages of life that we might be in. We looked at words around that could have to do with, you know, our work or dreams or goals that we might have. We looked for words around our families 
And um, we looked for words around kids and just all different kinds of all the different stages and, and places in life we might be. We tried to be really intentional to pick words that could fit us in a variety of different ways. And so we didn't want to just set on one thing. We tried to really kind of run the gamut of words. And so we have a lot of really positive words like joy and hope and grace and all those things. But we also put in some more challenging words, things like lament and forgiveness and um, things like that. And so we really tried to be intentional to pick a whole variety of words um, that really hopefully will be impactful for people. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, not to add more work to your plate, but I'm thinking like you could totally have an, another one of the, you could have 365 more in another devotional next year. You know, I can so see, yeah, easily. So how do y'all think that lingering on one word each day will help us to identify and reflect on how Jesus as the word influences our daily lives? It gives us an opportunity. The thing I like about having more frequent words versus just one word is you really get to explore all of the characteristics of God and all of the way he intersects us. Um, and as Kendra said, you know, in all of the positive ways that we like to talk about then, but then also in some of the more challenging ways. And so the wonderful thing about it is if you have a challenging word that day, you only have to hold it for a day. Um, but there's also some deep, work that can be done. So grief and lament and forgiveness, those are really, really challenging ideas. And we tend to shy away from them. Otherwise, perhaps if we had to, if we had to hold lament for a year or even a week, I think we would shy away from it. But to honor lament, I mean, God lament, Jesus lamented. And so I'm just picking on that word because that's one that comes, that was one that really resonated with me. Um, to be able to hold that for a day and really think about what it looks like is powerful in a way that I maybe would have shied away from if I was being asked to hold it for any longer than a day. So, and then you get to do something new. So um, it's also great for, for those of us who would have a word of the year and then be completely done with the word of the year by the end of March. That would be me. I would like pick a word and then by March I'd be like, oh, what was that word again? I don't even... No. So this is, this works well for me. So did y'all balance? Cause I don't have a copy of your book yet. So did y'all balance like, okay, on day 42, we're doing lament, but then day 43, we've got joy. <laughs> like, did you try to balance it in that way to where it's like, oh, this isn't too heavy. This is a little bit of, of lighter. Did y'all do it in that way? Absolutely. We definitely yes. try to spread out the words so that there's a whole variety. <laughs> yeah. And, and the harder words aren't all at the beginning. Or something. <laughs> right. So into this journey. Yeah. 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 And, oh, go ahead. And one thing that was kind of fun. One thing that was kind of fun too, was that, you know, at the, at the beginning of the, of writing the manuscript, it's, it's wide open. Right. And you think like, Oh, I can, I can write about anything. And so by the time we got to, you know, the last batch of devotionals, which is the final three months, it was like, what words do I not want to miss? You know what I mean? Like the, the perspective shift was suddenly it's like, it's, it's so important. It becomes even more important as you go on to really choose the words that are going to, you know, resonate the most with people. You know, I'm just thinking about just the power in a word, 
You know, that's just incredible. And like, and even just thinking about, and it's actually from you all, but the word God is the word and like what he gives us and the power in his words. I mean, that's our language and what we speak and what we think on and what we meditate on is just so powerful and how you're bringing that to light focus on one word and the power and impact in that is, is so neat and in fact your subtitle says that uh, of your devotional says that it will encourage deepen and refine your faith so how has focusing on one word a day done so in your own life because you you probably I mean it probably took you longer than a day to write each word I'm sure but um, have you all been able to kind of put this into practice already in your own lives mm-hmm. I think it allows us to be much more intentional, um, to have just one word and to kind of focus on that just for the day. Um, it allows us to focus on a portion of scripture each day. Um, and it get, and it's kind of fresh and new that for that day. And so as Julie said too, if it's a harder word and we need to sit with that. And I think in our culture, that's something that, um, we need to learn probably how to do a little bit better. Um, it's just a day, but it's that intentionalness of today. I'm going to think about this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to marinate on this word. And with every word that we have, we have a scripture that goes along with it. And so it it brings that, like, as you said, the word into it as well. Um, And so we're hoping that it allows the other people that same focus, that same intention for the year that each day I get to start fresh, I get a new word that I get to just think about and focus on for that day. You know, I'm just thinking, how much fun would this be to do with family and friends? Oh my gosh. Like I I can't like, okay, did, what did you get out of hope today? Or just like sending each other encouraging text, um, on, on what that word is, or gosh, I'm really struggling today, man. I'm just sitting in the grief today. I just, what this would be beautiful in community. Did y'all have a little bit of vision for that as well? Oh, absolutely. I think devotions in and of themselves are wonderful to do in groups. I mean, we can do, uh, you know, only so much alone, but I think there's a accountability and there's, as you said, there's a showing our heart to somebody else in when we're honest with, with each other. And I think just knowing that somebody else might be walking with you through it or praying with you, um, would be incredible. I mean, the three of us, you know, we write together, but we also pray together and we, we walk with each other through life. So we don't, we're not just, you know, writing together, but we really do life together. And absolutely hundred percent. I think all three of us would say doing this with other people would be amazing for sure. So you may have already, you may already be doing this and I'm not aware of it, but I mean, starting January 1, are y'all going to be like, okay, today's day one with this. We're all in this together. Let's, let's, you know, like let's focus on this day. And then day two, here we go. I mean, all year long, are you doing this 2022? You know, we, that's not a bad idea. We should, we have done it for other, we have a a book on kindness that was a hundred days and we actually did it for that. So that you might be challenging us to, to, to do that. I'm in for it. If you do, I can just say January one, let's all like buy your book. Uh, This is releasing the end of December, buy your book and let's start this together. January one. So much fun. Okay. Something that you say, this is a quote from you all. Jesus is more than one word. He offers us abundance, hope, peace, kindness, courage, mercy, and so much more. The end quote. How does one good word a day remind us that in Christ, we find all we need to live encouraged and uplifted every day. 
the fun thing about um, having different words is that we can look at different characteristics of God or different parts of his story or different ways he's impacted us. And um, because we have an action step at the bottom of every devotional, we can then, we always, we love to nudge people. And so we're always encouraging people not only to reflect, but then to take a little action step with it. And so to somehow live that out. Um, and the beautiful thing about that is if you have kiddos in your life, you can sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Use that action step and then modify it, like either up or down and then create conversation about how good God is, even in the hard things, even, even on the harder words. Um, it gives you, I, it, it, it gave me, I guess I won't speak for Kendra and Kristen, a new, a fresh understanding of how God touches every area of my life. Like, there is no part of my life that he is not in. And so as I'm moving through my day, he's in all of it. And, and that was fun to write, but then also like fun to go back and read about too. Okay. So I'm, I have to ask, I'm going to put y'all all on the spot. Do y'all have a favorite word of the 365? I mean, we know it's not lament or I mean, it can be, <laughs> but um, I want to hear what was your, do you have a favorite of the 365? I briefly want to pause today's episode to tell you about Cultivate What Matters, particularly their Power Sheets Intentional Goal Planner. As we are moving into 2022 and we are making goals and making plans and, and praying about what God wants for us, it is so important to uncover what matters and most importantly, what doesn't. And Cultivate What Matters has a terrific resource called the Power Sheets. And to get your special discount, visit rachelkadams.com shop. And there you can find that that information. Now back to our episode. I think my favorite one was lament. And I know, oh, no sounds, way. I, know <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I, you know, when you have people walking through really hard things in your life and walking through um, situations that they can't see the end yet, there is this beautiful piece in just a, being present with them and being okay to be sad and angry and frustrated and mourning and yet still know the goodness of God. And, and so I walked with several people through that during when we were writing that book. Um, some, a couple of really, really good friends were going through a terrible time and it's since become much better for them, but it's honoring to them, but also to God to just allow that instead of wiping it away. I think that's the older I get, I don't want to wipe people away or downplay it or say, it's okay. Versus just say, Hey, let me sit alongside you in this. So that was, I think one of the best lessons for me is how to be better about coming alongside people in grief. Um, but in a godly way, I, I know that maybe sounds a little crazy, but that was, I think the biggest lesson of a word I took away. And so that's why it's my favorite. I think some of my favorite words were things like include or invitation, hospitality, um, things that if I'm honest, I'm not always terribly good at, but I think as Christians, um, we can all really grow in that area, just that invitation to other people to invite them in um, to our homes and into our lives. And so I'm always really challenged by that 
call to action. And so we're very intentional to remind um, ourselves and then others too, that we are called to love God and to love people. And so I love the words that remind me to do that. I actually liked some words that um, our editor did not love. <laughs> um, she didn't really, and I, I'm not, I'm not putting her on the spot because she's amazing and love her and so appreciate her, her input. But um, Kendra and I had to kind of fight for some weird words like and with, but because they they don't seem like typical words, but. Um, I, I feel like, I mean, once you read the devotional, they'll, they'll make a lot more sense because out of context, they sound completely crazy, but I love how God is in like those, those little moments too. You know what I mean? He's not just in like create or presence or joy or whatever. He's in those little moments too. Yeah. Like the connector words. <laughs> He's yeah, the exactly. connector. Yeah, exactly. I know. I love that. That's so good. Well, as I mentioned, this episode is going to be released the week before the new year. So do y'all have just, what do you hope for, for your readers as they read your book or what's your encouragement for the new year? I guess that's two questions, but any answer that comes to mind for either of those. I would say our encouragement would just be, whether it's our devotion or, or any, any devotion that's out there is just to start and to just have the encouragement to know that if you get behind, you just pick it back up again. Um, I love devo I've always loved devotions. I read them for years before we ever wrote them. And I love it because it's just a couple of minutes in your day. And yet I found that over, if you do that over time, it can be so impactful. And so my encouragement would be don't, don't get discouraged if you start and then you kind of get busy and you stop, it's okay. Pick it back up again when you have time. There's no shame, um, only grace. And so just encourage you to deeply pursue God um, in this coming year. Yeah, and I think I've probably harped and put words in y'all's mouth that I didn't need to. You don't have to start this, um, listeners, you do not have to start this devotional on January 1st. You don't have to do one a day, right? You can just pick it up, you know, randomly. It doesn't even have to be in order, I assume. I just want to, sorry, I, I'm the one that did that for you all. <laughs> like, read it whenever you want, whatever the Lord leads. I don't know. Do you have anything else to say on that? Sorry, I put words in y'all's mouth. No, I, I don't mean, think yeah, no, I think it, it is a great idea. I mean, January always feels like, you know, it's a new year. It's a, it's a good time to start things, but yeah, I think you can do it whenever. And, and like Kendra said, they're really meant to be, you know, five minute meditations. They're not meant to suck up your whole day. And I think, you know, in our own lives, we're busy, um, you know, writers and moms and wives and all of those roles that we play. And so, yeah, we definitely want to make this approachable, whether you start it in January or you don't get around to it until March. Yeah. Yeah. I have a tendency, you guys, to be legalistic. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So based on today's conversation, how do y'all think we can best be love offerings? I think just keeping your eyes open. God sends us in the places and the spaces we already are. So if that means in your workplace, on the activity sidelines where your kids go to school, in your neighborhood, just start there and just ask God to open your eyes and to see like who's around you that needs just an encouraging word or a hug or 
a coffee or whatever. Kristen and Kendra, do you have anything, a way where we can be love offerings? Yeah, I would say the same thing. Just the, just taking the time each day to spend a minute with God, to focus on um, him and reminding yourself of his love and his care for you. And then how can I, out of that place and that understanding, um, be aware and love the people around me? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would echo them. <laughs> so <laughs> great minds think alike, I think, because yeah, I think it's about being intentional and um, looking for those opportunities around you, even in your neighborhood or, you know, places like that. So I, I think the same thing, which is kind of a lame answer then that <laughs> no I just think boost, but we're all thinking alike I know and I think that that's why you guys work so well together because you all are so like-minded and like-hearted with the same sweet spirits and um and I also appreciate how many of the things that you mentioned were things you all are okay and almost accept the challenge to be sanctified and to be better and to grow and to be shaped more into who Christ wants us to be. And so that's what I see um, and what I heard from today's conversation. And, and so that's what I pray for me and for every woman listening. And I know I want to stay connected with you all. I'm sure listeners are going to want to. So how can we best do that? Yeah, you can find us on um, any social media at The Ruth Experience. You can, we're on Facebook, on Instagram, Pinterest. Um, we have a website, the, web, the Ruth Experience as well. So, All right. Well, Kristen, Kendra, and Julie, thank you all so much for being my guests again and for um, just who you all are as people. I, I love every single one of your devotionals, and I can't wait to see what you all will write next. But I just pray over each woman as we start a new year, whether you do this one day a year, um, one good day a year. Did I say that right? Um, starting January 1st or not, Lord, that, that, that we would just be more into your likeness. And we're just thankful for God's word. And um, I'm thankful for all the encouraging words you all have given us today. As well. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode with the Ruth Experience. I hope that today's episode helped you to identify and reflect on how Jesus as the word influences our daily lives. This week, our love offering is from the Ruth Experience. They said that we should keep our eyes open, that God sends us in the places and spaces that we already are, and that we should be intentional and look for opportunities around us. If you're interested in show notes, you can head on over to at Rachel Adams Author on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. I would love to connect with you there. I'd also love to connect with you over on the Love Offering Facebook community. There each week, we just dive in deeper into each podcast episode, into the blog series, and we encourage one another to live faithfully and love fully. If you have not yet subscribed, rated, and reviewed the Love Offering podcast, I'd so appreciate if you would take the time to do that, just so more women can find this Love Offering message. All of this information can be found at rachelkadams.com. There you can subscribe to receive the weekly love offering newsletter where all of this information can be sent straight to your inbox each week. Also on rachelkadams.com slash free is, take, is the Take the Word of the Year quiz. If you need help finding a word for next year, you can take this quick free quiz to help you choose. Of course, no quiz can replace God's guidance. Pray about your word and ask him to give you clarity and direction for the new year. But I hope that this is a great resource to help get you started.
So next week, my guest is Ellie Holcomb. Ellie is a singer and songwriter, and she is an author of Fighting Words. And so as we go into the new year, into 2022, we all need to replace some of the lies that we've been believing with God's word and his truth. So I can't wait for you to tune in to next week and next year's episode, the start of season four. But until then, I hope you have a terrific week. And as always, remember to lead with love.